Hi everyone, it's um, October 28th and I am still in Tbilisi and podcasting from the terrace at Envoy Hostel, which uh, is uh, in a great location. Um, it's got to be one of the best views of any hostel I've stayed at. You just have this 360 degree view of Tbilisi and you see the tram and the churches and up behind me is the big fort um, and it just it is quite a beautiful city to rival a lot of um, European cities as well um, so I'm gonna just take a kind of a chill day today I'm leaving for Moscow tomorrow um, and I've been pretty run down the last couple days, just not sleeping super well. So I just want to maybe do some podcasting, download some books and movies and things for my upcoming train trip. Um, and maybe walk around the old town one more time, get some, get some, my last bite of, uh, Georgian food before I leave. Um, so I want to just do a couple podcasts just about general topics. Um, so this one, I, I want to talk about my, I guess, preconceived notions about Russia. Um, of all the countries on this trip, I think the one that I've had the most anxiety about is Russia. Not to say that I f- am fearful of, of anything, just a little bit of um, apprehension. Um, I think if you ask my mom, she probably would have said she was most apprehensive about the Middle Eastern countries like Lebanon and Jordan and Egypt. But I have to say, having been there, I really don't feel that at all. Um, they, they've been really wonderful, gracious, met lots of amazing people. Um, really the only thing that you have to worry about is the crazy driving and the traffic. Um, Uh, I don't say the only thing you have to worry about. There's probably other stuff we could go into, but I really found those countries to be beautiful and welcoming and amazing people. Um, And and I'm sure it's going to be the same with Russia. It's just for some reason, I think maybe how the visa process was so complicated and the current sort of um, tension between the U.S. and Russia that maybe maybe there's some apprehension there, just how I'll be, how I'll be looked at as an American. Um, you know, will my data be, be uh, protected, things like that. You know, you just hear stories like um, when, I think there was a story when one of the news organizations, when they went to Sochi and... Um, immediately got all their data and stuff hacked and things like that but you know a lot of times the stuff that you hear in the news is is highly anecdotal it doesn't really represent the the typical experience that most people have when they travel um of course you always have to be um use common sense and and um protect yourself but you know i think what you find when you travel to a place um for the most part is that it's a lot, there's a big difference um, between the reality and what you hear in the media. So um, not to say that it's all fake news and all that stuff, but it's just, um, I think many people decide not to travel um, because of apprehensions that they have um, from news stories that they hear or third-hand accounts of things and stuff. And you know, I, I think you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt and not let that 
let that prevent you from ex- having these amazing, wonderful experiences. And that's really what I'm hoping to get from Russia as well. Um, it's in a huge country with a long history and a ton of culture. And, um, I mean, I'm even, I guess, 25% Russian. So I'm kind of, I guess I want to see what, what that part of, you know, my heritage is. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Russia and seeing what, what to experience. I, I may only have a chance to see Moscow and then do the train, but if I'm hoping that if I get there, I can find a way to make it to St. Petersburg as well, or, or maybe just take some, some day trips or something that are near Moscow. We'll see. I'm like, like most of these places, I'm kind of just showing up and then getting a lay of the land and then, um, trying to plan my adventure as I go. Um, so let's see, what am I apprehensive about? As I said, um, just how they'll view Americans. Um, will they, will I be perceived negatively? Will people yell at me? I don't know. It's probably not true, but you know, it's just one of those things. Um, just how they, how I'll be treated in general. I've heard Russians can be very cold, um, hard to get to know, um, hard to open up or whatever. Um, who knows, you know, this is, these are just preconceived notions and I'm hoping to, you know, I'm going to do another podcast at the end of my Russia trip just to kind of compare and contrast with what I'm thinking now. Um, am I going to have to get drunk all the time? <laughs> I don't know. I'm my, my liver. I don't know if I can handle it. I, um, you know, I haven't been, I've been partying a little bit, but I've been trying to keep it pretty under, under a certain amount. Um, just because I'm not really on this trip to just get wasted all the time. I mean, but if I meet cool people, it's nice to have a few drinks and kind of let loose a little bit. Um, so am I going to be uh, strapped down and force fed vodka? I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope not, but I don't, I don't mind taking back a shot or two of vodka. Um, data and all that, I guess it is a concern, you know, as a, somebody in the sort of web and IT space, um, you know, I have had to deal with a lot of like hacking attacks and things that are, that generate a lot from China and Russia. So I guess it's a minor concern. I don't really have any sensitive data that I can think of. Um, but you know, you never know. So I'll just take precautions there and not, you know, go out of my way to, uh, spend any time on the dark web or anything like that. Um, what else? Um, I have some apprehension about the train itself. Um, just being on a train for four and a half days, I'm pretty sure there's no, um, shower facility. So how am I going to smell at the end of that? You know, it's pretty silly, but it's honestly, and then am I, it's pretty silly, but you know, honestly, it's, you know, the thought of not showering for four days is, is a little bit of a stressor. Um, am I going to go crazy on the train? I hope not. I hope there's lots of lots to see and do. And I hope I meet other people on the train and we can tell stories and maybe play cards and things like that. Otherwise, um, it'll be a long trip with just listening to a lot of audiobooks or reading books on my Kindle. Um, um, and, and, and hopefully I don't get left behind on the train. I, I was talking to, um, uh, this woman I met, um, Carly who had done 
she she didn't do Trans Mongolian, but she did Irkutsk to St. Petersburg, and so that was a similar length of a trip. And um, she stayed in third class, which I think is just ballsy and amazing. Um, where you don't have a private berth, you're just like basically in a room with a bunch of other people. Um, but she loved it, and she said it was great, and she, she said I'll have a great time, and um, so I'm, that gives me encouragement. And I also met Anton from Germany, who uh, I can't remember what she did a certain length of the train. I'm not sure which one, but he also said it was great too. Um, the thing I found out about a little too late um, is if you want to get on or off the train, like if you want to get off the train and stay a night in Irkutsk or near Lake Baikal or one of those stops, you actually have to buy separate legs of the train, like separate tickets. So, so for example, from Moscow to Irkutsk and then Irkutsk to Ulaanbaatar. I didn't know that, and I really didn't find a lot of helpful information before my trip so I, I i i was thinking maybe you could just hop on or off the train but it appears not to be the case so looks like i won't be getting off the train other than short stops and to get snacks and things like that so um so i'm not planning on so i'll just be planning on um staying on the train for four and a half days um and yeah it'll be an adventure um Anything else about Russia? I mean, I'm hoping that that I am pleasantly surprised by the people and that um, that I meet some cool people and welcoming and stuff. But I just, you know, you don't know, and we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I just have to imagine it's such a big and diverse country um, with so much to see and do and so much history and stuff that it should be just really amazing. And even if all I do is stay in Moscow and explore Moscow. That'll be an experience onto its own. So, um, yeah, um, just, you know, a few little, a few little things here, nothing major. Oh, I guess, I don't know, maybe like getting, just getting scrutinized by security. Is that going to be a big issue? I don't know. The only time that, um, it's been, been even a tiny little issue at all is when I transferred through Doha, they kind of pulled me aside and, and, and were, took, took stuff out of my, well, took my, this recorder out of the backpack and people don't, didn't know what it was. So they kind of like handed it around to a couple other people and I told them it's just for recording audio. So hopefully they don't think it's some like James Bond device or something, but, um, all it is, is just a recorder just to make these dumb podcasts. So, um, don't, don't fear. Um, yeah, so I I'm 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 excited. It'll be a really interesting leg of the journey. It was kind of a, a last minute decision to add Russia onto my itinerary. I think I had previously planned to go south and go through Sri Lanka and um, God, I can't remember a couple other places. But then I was just you know I was staring at Moscow and on the map and just looking at it and going gosh, I got to go there. And, and then I, so I, the, the whole trans Mongolian railroad thing, um, back when I was living in Japan, I had this idea that once I decided to leave Japan, uh, I wanted to take the trans Siberian railroad across Russia 
and then wind up in Europe. And at that time, I don't think I had even been to Europe at all. So I had this grand idea to leave Japan with my savings and take the Trans-Siberian Railroad across Russia. And then this whole thing, like I was going to buy a motorcycle and motorcycle around Europe and just be this like, you know, dark wanderer of, of Europe on a motorcycle. I mean, it's pretty silly, but still would have been amazing. But at the time I was just feeling this, um, um, pull to come back home and start getting serious about a career and things like that. And, um, so I didn't do it. I probably should have done it. It would have been a better move. Um, I would have had a better experience, but oh, well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of these past two round the world trips are about making up for lost time, you know, never having had the backpacker experience and stuff like that. Um, so it's all about, you know, just having those experiences while I still can. Um, and yeah, so, so I get to take a trip and, oh, and then, um, and just a side note on Mongolia. So the same woman, Carly, Carly had spent time in Mongolia in February so I was a little apprehensive about Mongolia too. Well, okay, another, sorry, I keep jumping around. Um, I'm also apprehensive about the cold and the weather and do I have the right gear and all that stuff. But this is another traveler thing um, where, you know, trying to pack for every possible scenario and everything. And the thing you got to remember is, look, you can buy clothes in Russia. Russia has stores. Every country has stores. You can buy... I can buy a nice big furry hat or I can buy a sweatshirt or a sweater or a, a scarf or something like that. I, I have basically all I have um, for cold weather is my pair of um, long johns, which Gavin and Christy gave me. Thank you, guys. My I have a pair of sweatpants, a pair of jeans, another pair of pra, uh, what are they called? Prana pants. They're not really warm, but um, I had them for the work site in Jordan. I have my base layer icebreaker and I have a Columbia sort of parka. It's not a super heavy duty parka, but hopefully it's enough for late October, early November weather in Russia and Mongolia. If not, then I can buy some gloves. I can buy a hat. I can buy a scarf. I can buy a sweatshirt. I can buy anything that I need. I'm pretty sure. So, um, better to do that than to travel all these two months and change with all this stuff just sitting in my backpack taking up space that I don't need it because I'm in the freaking Middle East um so it's just one of those things like you know if you're worried about you know if you can't think you can't travel light because of this potential scenario or that potential scenario just try to take it from me that, you know, you can buy things that you need along the way. And that's what I've done. I mean, um, I lost my USB, um, connector to my computer. So I couldn't upload podcasts for a while. Jumped in a cab here, went, found a electron or an eye store that sells Apple products or computer products or whatever. Found a replacement one. Great. Um, a couple other things that I need along the way. Um, great you know but for the most part you can buy what you need so cold weather a little apprehensive about it is it going to be so cold that I can't do anything I don't think so I think there'll probably might be some snow or something but I think I'll be able to handle it um and then so anyway going up back to Mongolia um 
I uh, so Carly told me or gave me the name of a uh, sort of tour guide person, um, and I love it. Her name is Doogie. <laughs> so uh, if it works out and we work together, then um, I'll have Doogie. I'm going to call her Doogie Hauser. Um, um, setting up my tour in Mongolia. So I was a little worried in Mongolia that I wouldn't be able to do very much because it's too late in the season and there's nothing, it's too cold and I don't have the right gear and blah, blah, blah. Um, but the way she made it sound is like she did one in February and was, and had no trouble, said it was amazing. She did one for 13 days. She also said that in November is a good time because all the I don't know what it is. It's like people have like pet eagles and they do like eagle something or other. So I'll maybe get to see some eagles, which would be super cool. Um, so that's, that's what I'm going to try to do. That'll be my goal. If I can just get out there for, for a couple days or something like that outside of Ulaanbaatar and see some cool stuff, stay with a family, see some eagles, that would be amazing. So I'll be super happy with that. Um, yeah, so, um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. When I say apprehension, it's just a slight kind of concern, whatever. It's not like, you know, I'm sitting here, oh my God, Russia, Russia. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, just kind of unknown. Um, and we'll see, it, it should be an amazing experience and I'll cross my fingers and knock on wood and all that good stuff. So this is my pre Russia preconceived notions about Russia podcast and we'll do another one when I get back from Russia. So thanks for listening.